Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Daily Thread. Okay, well, it's sunny. That's it's unusual. It's unusual. We I've been puttering around with the with the uh, with the settings and the lighting and the cameras because we are not used to. The I sun know, being not out used to the lighting. We're not used to the, to the sun being out. It's threw us off completely. Uh, completely threw us off. Okay, so um, what so do you what? what do you say we get to our first story for today? Cut, Let's cut go straight to jump it. Jump right in. Jump right. Okay, in. jumping right on? in. Okay, so this morning around nine thirty a.m., a video went around from a Delta airline flight where a Hasidic Jew was thrown off the flight. Now, the story as it's being reported is that this Hasidic Jew reportedly put too many items in the overhead bin of this flight. When he was ordered to check some of it, check it in, you know, instead of having it on the plane, he refused to do that. He didn't want to check in his luggage. Could be they were going to charge him for it. Maybe he wanted it with him. I don't know. Um, The stewardess supposedly came, took the stuff down. Flight attendant. What is that? Is stewardess canceled? Yeah. Don't say stewardess. Stewardess is really condescending. Is it? The flight attendant. It, <laughs> I'm cute. Like, yeah, since they're called, when they're called flight attendants, not stewardesses. What's what are the stu- what, do you, what do you call a male a male a male uh, flight attendant? A steward. A steward. Oh, okay. What if his name is not Stuart? <laughs> what if his name is John? I call him Stuart anyway. I digress. <laughs> um. Supposedly, he put too many things, so the, the the flight attendant took down the stuff and said, "You need to check it, or or get, or you have to are not showing, fly with are us." Are you showing the video? The video is a little long. I so know it's long, but should I show a twenty seconds. I'll clip? show some of the video. And ultimately, you know, um, he took he took the stuff back and put it back up in the overhead bin where then they, they kicked him off the flight. Yeah, um, so he was flying from where? Fort Lauderdale? He was flying from Fort Lauderdale to, to LaGuardia. LaGuardia. All right. So he really didn't need to fill in at 930 in the morning. So he what? Was, like, he was planning on dominating on that flight. I don't know. So the video overhead shows that he had a suitcase, which everyone gets. But he also had his hat okay. and his, his uh, Bekisha. Is Beckish? Oh, he folded it up. To put he it folded up it up and put it up there. Okay, but like the flight, have? here's the, here's my thing. Like, we'll, we'll we'll talk, you know, both sides of this. But the flight was already fully boarded at this point, and it didn't seem like they had an issue with room. Like, I, I, unless I didn't see the full picture here, but it looked like the flight was fully boarded. But again, like, let's talk about the real story here. Um, and this is a, a tweet that went out this morning when this happened. The tweet was sent out at actually midnight. I, I'm 124. So, happened, so, so it must have happened yesterday. Yeah. Yes. So the the tweet says, "Open racism by Delta Airlines staff on flight from Fort Lauderdale to LaGuardia, who removed a Hasidic Jew for carrying his religious hat and jacket and luggage. We ask all religious Jews to stop using Delta until these hashtag Nazi staff gets fired for religious discrimination against Jews." Um, and they tagged the ADL. I don't think the ADL. That's ridiculous. You know, first of and, all, and I, I want to just say that the first reply to this tweet was someone named David. He said, "My grandparents would have would have done anything to have had such Nazis." Yeah. Hey, listen, it's uh, it, we, you know we we don't do ourselves a uh, service by uh, abusing uh, the language, anti-Semitism, Nazis. You, yeah. you we watered down the impact of what the use of those words are supposed to mean. 
uh, by using it almost every day in an everyday language. So whether it's yeah. Jew hatred, you know, Jew hatred is just another word for uh, for anti-Semitism. Yeah, you know, but people don't use the word Jew hatred because it's it's a, it's it's just very descriptive. But it's the same thing. Listen, whether first of all, I have a few thoughts on this. Um, whether I have he, a few thoughts on this too. But so you, go first. you know, you go first. You're older. Uh, first of all, You're the, older. the overhead luggage bin is a big problem. Generally speaking, <laughs> generally speaking, people are coming on the planes with gigantic things. Okay, now in all these years of traveling, I don't know, mostly between New York and and Florida, I guess mostly, they have this thing that you could measure your carry-on bag because it has to yeah uh, it has to be a certain has to has to uh be a dimensions size, yeah a dimension a certain dimensions to qualify to fit into the overhead bins but no one no one measures them anymore right and i got stopped once and we had an argument with a a, a person at the gate about the size of a uh, of the bag you know whether it uh, he wanted to check it we wanted you got, to take you got it into an argument yeah. What happened? I felt the guy was guy. the The bag was the proper measurement. Can I ask you a question? Did at any point in that argument, did you feel that you were being discriminated against because you're Jewish? Um, you it it probably uh, crossed my mind while we was while we were singled out. Uh, Ju- when, justly or when, not? When everybody when when everybody else, if you know what I mean, was going onto the plane with gigantic suitcases. Oh, so it did cross your mind. <laughs> they go they go with these wheelies that are up to their shoulders. They wheelie them and the, the wheelies up to their shoulders. On top of the wheelie is another bag attached to that bag, so it really becomes part of the first bag. So now so now that we, we dissected the entire overhead bit been issue. Again, like I don't know if, if this if this There's two problems. Yeah. I don't know if this yet should have been kicked off. That's A. But I think the bigger problem here is is not want to say just this tweet, but like, let's break it down. They told him either you're going to check in the luggage or we're going to, you're not, you're not going to fly with the plane. All right. So, so he could have checked in the luggage. The flight attendant's certainly not a Nazi. <laughs> The guy was given a choice. No, they, they didn't mean that she was a Nazi. They probably. I know they didn't literally mean that, 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 that but of, that type but of I, behavior. But they're too free. They're too free with those expressions. And like I said a minute ago. It, it dilutes and, and waters down the impact of uh, what those words really mean in a historic context. And they shouldn't be just used willy-nilly, you know? Willy-nilly, yeah. yeah. Willy-nilly. It shouldn't be used willy-nilly. casually. It shouldn't be used cavalierly, if you know what I mean. Cavalierly? Yeah, I'm not talking about uh, Cleveland the, the basketball teams either. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about with a small C, cavalierly. And yeah. It shouldn't be just used because it, those are powerful words. They're very meaningful. And, it really, and it's offensive to people. Uh, that uh, suffered through those uh, periods in our history to have those used words for uh, because your bag's not being put up uh, on top of your seat. Uh, kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. Okay, you know, uh, I don't disagree with you about that. Uh, one, of, one of the members of my staff uh, was in Europe. They, they live in Europe, and they, they did an interview with um, a Holocaust survivor, Lily Ebert. She wrote a book, Lily's Promise. And she speaks about the atrocities. And it's, it's apropos because January 27th, that's Holocaust Remembrance Day. Um, which is coming up, right? Right. And um, we need to definitely stop using this word. And I it's like, it's like it, it's in general. I think uh, we do this with disorders as well. When someone sees someone who's skinny, oh my gosh, that person's anorexic, or oh that yeah. person has OCD. These are like actual. Yeah. These are yeah. actual diagnoses. You can't just use the most extreme word for something and then 
and just like label it. I, I think we discussed this a while ago, and I think I mentioned that uh, people like to draw definitive conclusions with absolutely no information whatsoever. Yeah, I remember that. They now. just <laughs> they just want to express their expertise on a certain topic. Did they do any research? Did they read anything about it? No. Yeah. But what are you mixing me up with the facts for? You know, and and, and my <laughs> and my other point is like boycott Delta. We already boycotted Frontier. We boycotted. We boycotted JetBlue. We boycotted Spirit. We boycott. We boycott Delta. Who could we fly with? Is no, it going to be a Yiddish airline? Are we going to have like a? Anyway, are going to have a Confei Nasharim Airlines? Where, where in Europe is your, do you have staff? I also have staff in Europe, by the way. In 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 uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, really? Yeah. Graphic artists? No, it's actually uh, content, uh, social media content strategy. Yeah, our, our newspaper graphics are done in the Ukraine. That's not in Europe. Uh, sure it is. <laughs> it's Eastern Europe. It's Eastern Europe. Uh, I might have to leave that one in. Yeah, you should cut that out. I should. Yeah, I think so. But we have we have staff in Ukraine. <laughs> I kind of think we should do a poll. And it's been very challenging. People who uh, thought Ukraine is not in Europe. You know, we're coming up to the first anniversary of the war. Is Russia in Europe? Ukraine. What? Is Russia in Europe? Uh, Eastern Europe. So it's not really Europe. What? When you speak about Amsterdam and London. Naki, look at the map of the world. They're all attached. (laughs) Okay, fine. And we're in Europe also. No, we're not. We're not attached (laughs) to the European continent. I'm going to stop talking about countries now. Um, Okay, so that's that's that story. That that happened. Um, That guy wanted to really, didn't want his film. Maybe he wanted a lawsuit. Maybe he he wanted to be on dance deals. I don't know. know. Maybe he wanted to keep his film overhead because, you know, you put it in your suitcase, there's always a risk that your luggage is not going to make it. Uh, to, if you're flying to New York, for example, it was, but I did, it, was his, it was it was not even his filling. It was his hat and Bekisha. Again, like I'm not I'm not posketing whether it was a, the right move by the flight attendant or not. I'm just saying like the reaction. Our reaction can't always be Nazi. You know, like you're that, absolutely that's right. not. Uh, that's we not have a, to. We have to. You have to schmear salushin. That's a, good, that's a good campaign. Not about Lush and Hara, but it only it doesn't have to only be Lush and Hara. You when you when you misuse important words. You're not watching how you're using your language properly. Right. And you should be uh, aware of the words that you're using and what they mean to other people that experience different things. And um, and and uh, be mindful. It's called mindfulness. Right? Yeah, yeah, You do definitely. programs about mindfulness. Absolutely. What mindfulness means? It means you got to keep it in your mind. To be mindful. I think it means being mindful. Not yeah. to, not hiring someone to be mindful for you, yeah. but to actually be mindful. So <laughs> I saw this story online from Bar Park 24, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yankel Pfefferkorn, who's an actual person, he... Really? Yankel Pfefferkorn, you should know. He would go to... He went to... Like, he goes to every bris, and he records the, the yeah. bris, and he has a recording of the person being named. Yeah. Um, he's actually in Bar Park Center now, and uh, he would appreciate visitors. I think he's room 331, it says. You giving out his room number? I think he, I think he wants visitors. Yeah, it's online. Bar He's Park, Bar Park Center. Yeah. Well, I could tell you. You know, how's Bar How's Bar, Bar Park Center? I love the Bar Park Center. They do a great job. I know David Greenblatt and uh, Nachman Feig, who are the administrator and the assistant administrator of the Bar Park Center. We've, I've had a relative there uh, on occasion, uh, and uh, they do uh, they do an excellent job. Um, actually. Um, this relative that we have uh, in in is in Maimonides Hospital right now. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, she's probably getting out today. Great, um, but it's very hard. It's it's very easy to get somebody into the hospital. It's very difficult to get them out. 
You know, there's no serious health issues. Whatever it was was dealt Is with. Is that like a billing insurance type of thing? No, they just, it's just, you have to go through, you have to jump through hoops to get people um, out of the hospital. So, uh, so this is an elderly person and the home care agency <laughs> called me this morning while I was parking in my car. Is the patient out of the hospital yet? No, I said she might be coming out today. I, okay, which hospital is she in? I, I said Maimonides. He said, what? I said Maimonides. She said, Maimonides. <laughs> I said, no, Maimonides. He said, can you spell it for me? I said to him, I was parking my car. I said, no, I can't spell it for you. <laughs> Look it up online. <laughs> I'm not, you know, you never heard of, you work in Borough Park. You run a home care agency in Borough Park. You never heard of Maimonides Hospital. And you want me to spell it for you? You know, maybe I can spell Mississippi for the guy, you know? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Is that how you spell it? I think so. Mississippi. Could be. Mississippi, Maimonides. Uh, I never spell Maimonides, but I'm not gonna. I never heard of Maimonides. I have to spell it. For you're, you're really. What was in your coffee today? You're really fired. Where did you get your coffee from? Across the street, just regular in Chase Bank. Just regular. <laughs> Does Chase serve coffee? <laughs> not anymore. Not since COVID. They used to serve coffee. Uh, they used to. Chase used to serve Capital One down the block. Used to serve coffee. The bank stopped anyway, serving coffee. Since we're talking about this guy's filling. Um, I don't even think we're ever talking about his film, to be honest. No, uh, there's, a, there's a story this morning on Arad Sheva. Let's see this segue. A study finds wearing tefillin has... <laughs> has you, just, you just created a segue that didn't exist, but go for it. Okay. A study finds wearing tefillin has heart benefits. Heart benefits? Like heart benefits. physical be heart benefits? Uh, a study from the University of Cincinnati found that putting on tefillin has cardiovascular benefits. Uh, how? The research discovered that Jews who regularly use tefillin in their religious practice may receive cardio cardiovascular health benefits. The study published in the Plus One Journal concluded that the benefits are from reduced ischemic blood flow, preconditioning which protects against damage caused by heart attacks. It's a very long piece. Very long piece. Tefillin is placed on the non-dominant arm. You know, if you're right. a righty, you put on the left. Yeah. Hand, if you're lefty. It's placed on the non-dominant arm around the bicep and the forearm in a fairly tight manner. It is never worn in a fashion as to occlude the blood flow, said Dr. Jack Rubenstein of the Division of Cardiovascular Health at the UC College of Medicine. One more, a couple of more lines. This is traditionally worn for about 30 minutes continuously during prayers, which involves sitting and standing, resulting in occasional retightening of the strap around your arm. Uh, so there's health benefits to wrapping tefillin around your arm, and the doctor said 30 minutes. So... If, if it takes you five or ten, <laughs> takes you five or ten minutes to davening, you're not helping yourself. That's okay? really interesting. I yeah. think that's new, that's Chabad's new marketing push. You need thirty minutes, and also uh, an acupuncturist told me a while ago that the shell roche is uh, on the head yeah. it hits a certain point that uh, uh, um, provides creates calmness in a person. Because if you go to acupuncture, you know without is acupuncture on, is acupuncture legit? Absolutely. They will they will put a needle right into your into the top part of your head over there. Of course, that that promotes uh, calmness and it it deals with uh, anxiety and people that uh, talk too much when they're uh, uh, juiced up on caffeine. You know, so you know you know those 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 things those things help. Oh, but this is a fascinating study. You see, you know, Marabu Masach Hashem. You see the great wonders. We we're filling. It says. You know, you have to. We learn out from the Chumash that you have to wear tefillin. Yeah. It's in it's in the Torah. You know, the whole yeah. idea of tefillin shayat, tefillin shorosh, but it's not not pashit. You know, it's not stam. 
you see that it has terrific health benefits. I hear you. That's, in terms that's, of, you know, uh, the ischemic know. blood flow. You know what the ischemic blood flow is? Do you? No, I don't. But Neither do uh, I. Let me, pronounce the let word me ask right. you a question. I mean, there are doctors in the audience, and they should really uh, uh, chime in on this. For doctors listening to us right now, then that'd be great. That'd be pretty yes. cool. Um, let me ask you a question. First of all, while we're still in this episode, I want to say to people, if you could please leave a review on this podcast. If you listen to it every day, if you enjoy it, Go to Apple and leave a review. Write something nice. Uh, we'll read it on the next episode and we'll give you a shout out. Ava, uh, do you know what chat GBT is? Chat? GBT. GPT. Oh, is that the AI? Yeah. You know yeah. what it is? Yeah. I, I, have, I have it on my phone. So um, it passed the bar exam, MBA operations exam, medical license exam. Uh, what's next? I have AI on my phone. I downloaded it after I heard about it from somebody. You know, you, you could probably write for the newspaper articles. No, no, no. But I, I have, I'm going to show you after the show. Uh, I, I, just to practice, I asked what's today's date. I don't never get the right date. Uh, what I, are you using? I don't know. I, I, I uh, tell me something to type in now to chat GBT. What's today's date? <laughs> Put in what's today's date. What's today's date? I mean, that's per- fairly simple. If I pass a bar exam, I think it'll get the date right. Today's date is October 21st, 2020. <laughs> you see, I, I have the same problem. What's with that? I don't know. It's it's fundamental. It's a simple <laughs> thing. If they can't get the date right. Can you can you give me a more more like a more complex question? Why can't I get the date right? I don't that is ridiculous. We just found the flaw in chat GPT. I don't know, Why can't they say GPT GPT? Ask it, GPT. Ask, it, ask it again. What's today's date? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's loading. It's it's thinking. Does it do audio? Or just uh, you can only today's date is August twentieth, twenty twenty. I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Maybe it's misunderstanding the question. Maybe you should talk slower. What is? How about this? What's today's Hebrew date? Oh. If this gets it correct, and Chat Chat GPT is a yid. Today's Hebrew date is the fifth of Teves. No, it's the second of Shvat. We got a we got an AI problem. <laughs> this is AI pretty problem. bad. Now, what what was? <sighs> that's a that's. But a if you problem. ask it to sum up the Palestinian Israeli Palestinian conflict, it'll give you a full oh, answer. Really? Yeah. Did you, did you try that? Uh, should I try it? Why don't you put right what 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 is tefillin? What is tefillin? It says today's date is September twenty second. Well, there's something wrong with. No, that. I'm kidding. It said to fill in. Sometimes known as phylacteries or okay. phylacteries are boxes which contain small parchment scrolls inscribed with specific Hebrew prayers. This doesn't get it. It's not good at dates. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's not. There's other people who are not good at dates. Also, uh, what do you mean? Like people are not good at dating. Oh, dating. You know, you show that's some. That's some. Uh, segue. That's some uh, segue. It's still typing, subject. by the way. It has a really long explanation for fill in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, what else do you have for today? <laughs> I don't know. What else you got? AI passed the bar exam. And, uh, yeah, so someone commented over here. How, uh, how, could you ask AI how to properly handle classified documents and not leave them in your garage? Yeah. Elon uh, Musk tweeted the other day, we should, have, we, we should have a list of places that Joe Biden didn't bring <laughs> classified documents. Okay, let me tell you about my schedule uh, for the next two days. <laughs> yes, because that's what we're, we're curious about. Okay, listen, uh, it's unusual. Baruch Hashem. Uh, uh, it's downstairs. I would I should have brought it up here, but you're wearing a nice first of all polo shirt today. I know it's sunny today, but it's still like thirty I degrees. Know, I know. I I I want a different subject. I, I had an MRI this morning because I, I have a pinched neck, uh, a pinched nerve, and pinched neck, between my, between my neck and my shoulder. I I, I have a pinched nerve, uh, and it like causes me some 
kind of discomfort. So I'm trying to address that. And my doctor, my orthopedist, wanted me to get an MRI. So I went inside this gigantic machine that makes a tremendous amount of noise. So you had to wear a polo shirt? No, I just wanted to be comfortable. <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to be comfortable. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm going home. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get dressed because we, we have a busy day today. What's your busy day um, like? Well, the busy day starts, it's, it's this evening. Today is Tuesday. The, the uh, Mike Pompeo book, uh, it's called Not an Inch. Not an inch. Not an inch. Mike Pompeo, the former Secretary of State, the former head of the CIA, and a possible serious candidate for presidency of the United States. I don't States know about that, Abba. It's very early, and I know you don't you like- You want to see like, early polls? I know you don't like to talk about politics. No, but I'm just saying, the polls this morning- I don't know what the polls show. The polls show this show, morning show via, via, via the Daily Thread. I know it's going to show uh, Gavin Newsom as a t and Michelle Obama as the top Democrats to be president. Of the I kind of feel if Michelle Obama runs, she might actually cause us. No, but the pri the 2024 yeah, national Republican primary shows Donald Trump at 55 percent, Ron DeSantis 29 percent, Mike Pence at 6 percent, Nikki Haley at 3 percent, Ted Cruz at 1 percent, Paul Ryan at 1 percent, Mike Pompeo at 1 percent, Christy Noem at 1 percent, and Tim Mike Scott at 0 percent. Yeah. Okay. Then who is this via? That's Emerson polling. Anyway, he, Emerson. It's That's, very it's very early. It's 1 percent, he, Abba. He's a serious candidate. Okay. He, he okay. finished, besides, you say so. besides being the head of the CIA and uh, also Secretary of State uh, that did oversee uh, and worked very closely with President Trump on the Abraham Accords and also on uh, transferring the, uh, the, the capital of, Is of uh, Israel, uh, the U.S. Embassy, the embassy from yeah. Tel Aviv uh, to Jerusalem, which were uh, very important uh, issues. Uh, he finished top, top of his class at Harvard's. Is uh, is a, a lawyer from a former congressman? Could we, we keep it real? And top of his class at West Point. He's not. He's not going to be it. Naki, that poll's ridiculous. Donald Trump, fifty five percent. I'm just, but you, Monk, you think we? I mean, ask, I hope. Ask AI, <laughs> who's going to be the next president of the United States? But I'll probably I mean, say Uncle Fefakorn. Mirza Shemi, have a foolish Go visit him at room three three one in the Bar Park Center. Anyway, by the way. so uh, tonight I have dinner. I'm not going to say where because uh, you, you have to go through security to get into the dinner tonight. Uh, but it's in New York, and it's going to feature Mike Pompeo. He's going to be signing books. And he's Are you going to vote for Mike? Um, I'm not going to say uh, <laughs> um, yet. I haven't made a decision. Okay. And also coming in tonight uh, from uh, from Israel for the Pompeo event is uh, Simcha Rothman, who is a member of the, the Knesset? Uh, Ben Gvir party, Okay. Uh, the Religious Zionist Party. He should be here in New York already. And we're having a reception for him uh, tomorrow night uh, here in the Five Towns. He's ahead of the law committee. Uh, in the Knesset. Very nice. So he's not very well known. He's not always in the newspapers, but he's an important, smart uh, player in uh, Israeli politics, and his, uh, his head is in the right place in terms of uh, the future of Eretz Yisrael. And uh, so he, we're going to see him tonight at the Pompeo event, and we're having an uh, event for him uh, tomorrow night. So... You know, I, I, I'm going to write a little bit about the Pompeo event in this week's paper. But I mean, we can't wait for tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow you probably have a lot to say. Yeah, and then uh, Rothman will be tomorrow night, so I don't have time really to uh, to um, to cover that because we'll uh, we'll have already gone to press by by then uh, tomorrow night. Okay, so that's our episode for today. That's it. How how long did you run? Twenty twenty two minutes. But listen, yeah. well, I should tell you something about this week's parsha. As long as you have only twenty two minutes. What, today's Tuesday? It's too early? Anyway, it's a long Parsha. <laughs> you know? Parsha's bow. But a very, very small, a very small item, Parsha's bow. I love the way when, when, when Parah finally uh, acceded to Moshe Rabbeinu's request that the Jewish people should go out to serve God into the Midbar yeah. for three days. He asked them to go for three days. Three days. And Moshe Rabbeinu had no, it, th that wasn't true. 
They weren't going for three days. They weren't planning on coming back. He told them they're going out for three days. And Parry says all the all these mockers that he suffered through, he was entertaining the possibility that he was going to let them go, okay? Then he asked Moshe Rabbeinu in Pasha's bow, okay, who's going to go? So Moshe Rabbeinu should have said, and this is, this is something I've been thinking about. For, you find this humorous. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. <laughs> Uh, I, I, Moshe Ben-Hur said, Paro, everyone is going. But he didn't answer that way. What did he say? He said, um, our, our, our older people are going, our younger people are going, our men are going, our women are going, our children are going, our cattle are going. In other words, That's everybody's everybody. going. Yeah. It was kind of like a... Um, it's a soft way of breaking it to Paro. Maybe. It's why, like couldn't a, he, why couldn't he say to him, everyone is going? Because that's, that's like strong yeah, yeah. terms. What? Everyone's going. No. Maybe list them one by one. Oh, you want to know who's going? She expected to say, so probably probably expect them to say, oh, the men are going. Uh, the women are going to stay here. The children are going to stay here. The cattle is going to stay here. Okay. Uh, the goats are going to so stay why here. Did, so what, why did he do that? I think I think it was, uh, I think it's part of the way, the, uh, the way uh, the Ravano Shalom decided he's going to play with Paro. He was playing with him like a yo-yo. That's uh, that's, your, that's your shot. That could be when the yo-yo was invented. Could be the way the the the, the was the toying, Marcus also was like was toying was like he yo-yo. was toying he was toying with Pyro. Anyway, I think we covered everything we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so today. quick reminder: please leave a review on this podcast. Uh, subscribe if you can subscribe. You can also listen to this podcast on the Meaningful Minute app and also twenty four six. So if you have that, make sure to search the Daily Thread. Um, well, yeah, it's up there. It, functioning. It's functioning. It's doing what well. To that uh, crisis, survived. Survived the the ambush. Uh, it's up there and it's functioning. It's and it's a great app. It's very interesting. People, you know, they try to like you said ambush them and then we're unsuccessful. All right, let's go to the next thing. Who are we going to ambush next? Who is next? Hopefully not us. Anyways, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all. Speak to you all tomorrow. Bye.